welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello friends, I am Marcy Farrell from thankfulhomemaker.com and as always, I am so glad to be here with you today. And I want to ask you a question today. Do you delight in being a worker at home? Um, I want to start off with a quote here from Carolyn Mahaney. So as Christian women, this is the attitude that should characterize our lives. We are to be women who love our homes. We're not to be merely workers at home, but we are to take great pleasure in working in our homes. We are to thoroughly enjoy the sphere that God has assigned us to, end quote. So ladies, I want to share a little bit with you about how I, I love to read books, all kinds of books, but I love to read books about homekeeping and I don't read just Christian books. And a while back, I read a book called At Home with Madam Chick, Becoming a Connoisseur of Daily Life. And although it's not a Christian book, it really gave me a lot to ponder about how we look at our Christian homemaking. So I didn't come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ until much later in my life. I raised my children and cared for my home for much of my life as an unbeliever. I didn't come to faith until my mid-30s. I did work outside the home for the first year of our marriage. My husband and I were married pretty young. I was 20. But my husband and I quickly decided it would be better for me to be home raising our daughter and caring for our home. When I was a stay-at-home mom as a non-believer, I just loved being home and caring for my family and home. I didn't grumble or um, overthink about the tasks set before me. I had a great example, though, of my grandmother who laid out. She just loved taking care of her home and her family and would sing through her chores. And she just loved to feed people and cook and clean and just delighted in it. So I had a great example before me as I'm stating this, too. She was a great resource for me to call even as a young bride and ask questions to and things. And I I really miss my grandma. But... um, As far as I know, she was never a believer, so that makes my heart sad, but my grandma was a woman who did love her family, and I knew that I was loved by her. So even as this young bride, I used to read a lot of books about homemaking, and I always tried to gain more skills in the care of my home and family. Back in my early years, Alexandra Stoddard was a favorite writer of mine to read as a a young wife about just living a beautiful life and caring for your home. So as a non-believer... I really did it for the praise of man, but but truly though, I did love my family and I wanted to take good care of them. At that time in my life, I, I hung out with non-Christian women, obviously, because I wasn't a Christian. So the non-Christian women I spent time with, they too, they loved to care for their homes and families. And I think back that we were doing this without a knowledge of the Lord. So this Madam Chick and other secular books like it, they still encourage me in my homekeeping, but sometimes they give me a really heavy heart when I see non-believers valuing the care of their home and family and Christian women overlooking or grumbling at the value of being good managers of their homes. Because if you have a family and a home, this is your job to care well for them. How you care for your family has a direct impact on what you believe about the gospel. If you're living your life in disarray and not using your time wisely, how does that speak well of the gospel? 
We are created by a God of order and our life should be a reflection of him. I get it. It's not going to be perfect and it's going to look different for each family. I get that, ladies. But what we should be striving for this while we are on this earth. God is a God of love and we should be living out that love by the power of his Holy Spirit within us to those, first and foremost, within our own four walls. Your family should be so loved and cared for cared for by you that it makes the unbelieving world around you want to know more about this God you serve. And here's the reality. Even if we are living out that perfectly, we still need to open our mouths and share the gospel verbally and give an answer to all for what we believe. People are not going to drop down and repent because you keep up with your laundry and meal plan. They need to hear the good news of the gospel. Romans 10, 17 tells us, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And just a reminder for you, and if you're really not clear, I want you to go to my website, thankfulhomemaker.com, and on my my right sidebar, look at the gospel, click on that if you want a more thorough explanation of the gospel. But I want to remind us of the gospel here, ladies, because we can never hear this enough. The gospel or the good news is that the one and only God who is holy made us in his image to know him. But we sinned and we cut ourselves off from him. And in his great love, God became a man in Jesus, lived a perfect life and died on the cross, thus fulfilling the law himself and taking on himself the punishment for the sins of all those who would ever turn and trust in him. He rose again from the dead, showing that God accepted Christ's sacrifice and that God's wrath against us had been exhausted. He now calls us to repent of our sins and to trust in Christ alone for our forgiveness. If we repent of our sins and trust in Christ, we are born again into a new life, an eternal life with God. So being in Christ, I know that how I care for my home and family impacts the gospel. I know this because every part of my life is impacted by the gospel. And my hope is to bring glory to God in all that I do. 1 Corinthians 10.31 tells me, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. So I want to answer these questions together with you. So how does the keeping of our homes have an impact on the gospel of Jesus Christ? And why should we pattern our lives, including the care of our homes, according to the word of God? Let's take a look at God's word, and hopefully this will encourage all of us to the role that he's called us to. And if you have a Bible handy, pick it up. These are verses you know, but I'm going to read from Titus chapter 2, 3 through 5. Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands that the word of God may not be reviled. Working at home or sometimes translated keepers at home or busy at home or to take care of their homes is the Greek word. I'm going to totally botch this when I say it. It's Oikorgos, which is defined as one devoted to home duties, preoccupied with domestic affairs, or a homemaker. So one of the ways we adorn the gospel is by the care and keeping of our homes. We have been given the responsibility as women and wives to the care and management of our homes. This is the primary place as women where our ministry will take place. This is where our daughters will be raised by mothers who are continuing to fulfill their calling and learn to work alongside their mothers in this task of learning to care for a home. In Titus chapter 2, the Apostle Paul is examining each member of the household. And these verses that we as women are so familiar with, they lay out the responsibilities that we are called to in order that the word of God may not be reviled. 
the honor of God's word is at stake here. This is not about us, but it's about God being honored in our homes and families. God has laid out before us a way of discipleship, the older women teaching the younger women. It doesn't just happen by osmosis, but by the work of the Spirit in the life of a believer and being faithfully shown the way by those who have gone before us. So as a Christian woman, I know these verses by heart, and I've heard them again and again, right? I know you all have to. You're probably like, oh my goodness, she's taking us back to Titus 2 again. But the reality is I need to keep my mind renewed as I'm continually swayed by the voices outside that stand against God's word. I continually need to renew my mind by bringing it back to truth and teach the young woman the Lord has placed in my life to do the same. The world doesn't see the value of a woman being a homemaker. It seems much more important to be in the workforce where your skills are earning a paycheck and you are getting accolades for what you have accomplished. This is where we must focus our eyes on the eternal. The accomplishments this world would praise, they're temporal. The role the Lord has called us to, if lived out according to his way, produces eternal rewards. Desiring to be godly homemakers who love caring for their homes and families should be a top priority of ours. We need to look to the Lord for our strength and encouragement, and the attitude by which we carry out these responsibilities will carry over into our children. So I'm asking myself these questions with you. Do your children see a mother who delights in the care and responsibility of managing a home, or do they see a woman who begrudgingly carries out her tasks? Is God's word being honored by our attitudes of doing all our work as unto the Lord? Or is God's word being reviled by grumbling, complaining spirits? There are many opportunities for us to do good things outside our homes. And I appreciate this quote from John MacArthur on that topic. He says, The home is where a woman provides the expressions of love for her husband and her children. The home is where she leads and guides and teaches and raises the godly generation. The home is where she is protected and secured from other men and potentially wicked relationships and abuses. The home is where she lodges strangers, washes saints' feet, shows hospitality, and devotes herself to every good work. That's her sphere. And whatever of that home and whatever of the goodness of her life she can take outside and not sacrifice the home is between her and the Lord and her husband, end quote. So what about you? Do you grumble at your homekeeping? Do you strive to learn how to be a better manager of your home? I'm thinking you do if you're listening to this today, that that's your heart's desire. Do you take the time to study God's word so it's hidden in your heart and it has impact on your attitude and actions? Do you prioritize your days well to care for your home and family first? My hope is to encourage you today to be thankful the role has called you to as a keeper of your home. Delight in the care and upkeep of your home. Continue to be a student and learn more about cleaning, cooking, and caring for a home. Let your children see the love you have for the Word of God and for the care of your home and family. Study the Word yourself as having sound doctrine brings about biblical living. Ladies, I pray that our lives would adorn the gospel in all we do. And I'm going to leave here with a quote from Elizabeth Elliot. She says, This job has been given to me to do. Therefore, it is a gift. Therefore, it is a privilege. Therefore, it is an offering I may make to God. Therefore, it is to be done gladly if it is done for him. Here, not somewhere else, I may learn God's way. In this job, not in some other God looks for faithfulness, end quote. And remember, my friends, Jesus is enough always. 
So thank you, my friends, for taking the time to tune in to Thankful Homemaker today. For more posts or to contact me or where to find me on social media and for the show notes, head over to my home on the web, thankfulhomemaker.com. We'd love to have you join us in our little Facebook group. If you Google Thankful Homemaker, you can find our group page on Facebook. And also, if you've enjoyed this podcast today, I'd love you to head over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating so others can find it too, friends. Thank you so much, ladies. Have a blessed week. 